Welcome to Startup Confidential. What food and beverage industry players will never tell you that you need to know if you're running a startup. Let's do this. Welcome to episode 53, brag about your fan list, not your door count. Seriously, folks, what is up with the chest beating about distribution breadth? There are 38,000 primary grocery points of distribution for consumer packaged goods in the U.S., including Walmart. So when you read articles about 3,000 doors and 5,000 doors, don't be impressed. Which doors? And what, pray tell, is the sell-through? As I mentioned in my book, Ramping Your Brand, there's no statistical correlation between increases in distribution breadth, no matter how you measure it, and long-term growth let alone the likelihood of scaling. These door count shoutouts in the media are, I know, simply a proxy for how much a brand is growing. But they don't establish anything except excitement. And I see naive founders too often impressed by these media PR statements. You know what I wish founders would brag about? Their email list, their SMS list, their D2C 12-month retention rate. The number of unsolicited fan emails they get on a weekly basis and how that number's trending. Any rich asshole can buy distribution. It's not impressive. And it proves little. But they keep showing up at BevNet anyways. You know what you can't buy? Fans. You can buy email lists, by the way, for direct marketing, mass market crap, or for spamming the hell out of people. But you can't buy lists of fans. Those precious emails pile up in direct proportion to the memorability in modern culture of your offering. And that's on you to make happen because you designed it. The extent to which you make an effort to engage with your fans, an extra effort beyond that of your competitor, and insert your brand early on in lifestyle or occupational networks of relevance, The emails should come in, folks. It happens to my clients. And I'm not just talking about complaint emails. They should come in faster also if you give consumers reasons to check the email from you. Now, I I admit it gets, it takes more effort to get emails when you only sell or mostly sell through physical retail. But, but the fact that you, the brick and mortar brand, will have to work harder to be a presence in local communities and social networks, to get that attention is actually going to benefit you in the end in terms of loyalty and annual repeat revenue per household. When you work hard to build a fan base through dialogue, offline and online, and outreach into local markets, you incorporate a work ethic inside your startup that will pay enormous dividends long term. For one thing, your sales team will thank you because they actually have a company working hard outside the store to drive fans into the store. And this rarely happens in CPG startups. Rarely. Trust me. So the poor sales lead, usually one guy early on, you know, feels like velocity growth is now his problem alone to solve in your average startup. But most of you are going to run out of long-term velocity growth if you just use trade techniques. Only a skinny pop with basically no face-off competition can pull that off. Yet I continue to meet founders who have very few emails, despite their many years in market, or even meaningful social fans that weren't stuffed there by a paid shitty influencer campaign. And this concerns me. Sometimes it's because 
founders are self-manufacturing and they're just simply understaffed. But more often, it's because they simply don't believe it will work. This atrocious lack of faith isn't based on really any evidence. Unfortunately, it's based on absorbing the received wisdom that is commonly spread by the very first group of stakeholders that founders encounter, who also happen to be the most cynical group of stakeholders that they encounter, brokers and distributors. Interestingly enough, though, I haven't really heard retail buyers collectively dismiss out-of-store consumer marketing that builds fan base and gathers their emails in your inbox. The buyer may, you know, not be impressed with your particular out-of-store marketing plan, as it were, but smart merchandisers understand that growth brands actually are doing something and maybe a hell of a lot of things outside the store to drive fans inside, or at least to make your brand memorable when they do come in. And that's because merchandisers have seen this work. Now, they've seen it more often with big brands, like Budweiser, with massive budgets. And Frito-Lay, yes, I, I understand. But the point is that they get the logic. And the big irony of what I'm discussing is that velocity growth, driven by adding more and more repeat purchasing households, which is really the secret sauce of exponential growth, it will create a case study that will vastly improve your chances of getting a face-off retail chain to take you, or often enough, change their mind after having rejected you 25,000 times. Organic velocity growth equals brand validation to retailers and to skate ramp riders alike. You can experience organic velocity growth without marketing outside the store or sending cute little LTO emails. But to be honest, you'll know this in the first months of retail sales because it's that rare and that unlikely right off the bat. In phase one, the initial problem is generating absolute amounts of trial and the targeting of that trial to efficiently produce fans, not a bunch of curious shoulder-shrugging one-timers. Because this is the phase, phase one, when most founders are focused only on operations, funding, sales growth, or retail account sales. But it's actually the phase when you should also be engaging with your fans, digitally and in person. Now, the pandemic did interrupt this process for brands that sell primarily in traditional retail. But if you've been selling online, you have no excuse. I'll never forget one of my early clients, a D2C brand, revealed to me in a session live that they hadn't picked up the phone and called any of their top 50 customers, including one who had bought $5,000 of product in one year. Come on, people. These are the folks building your business with you. Do not hide from them. Especially if your sales are going well, find out why they like you and who they are so you can find more of the same. I'd bet on a brand in 500 stores with 10,000 emails than a brand in 3,000 doors with 1,200 emails, half of which come from one-time D2C customers. That's all I got, folks. And always remember, be safe out there. Dr. Richardson's new book, Ramping Your Brand, is available now on Amazon. Please check it out and spread the word. And don't forget also to take his Founders Quiz to see if your team is ready to ride the ramp of exponential growth. You can download the quiz at rampingyourbrand.com anytime. And feel free to share your scores with Dr. Richardson anytime at james at premiumgrowthsolutions.com.